Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Oleg Friedman. Oleg Friedman is the founder and CTO of Verb Data. At Verb, his mission is to help others create amazing customer data experience without the pain he's had to suffer dozens of times over. Oleg founded his first company while in high school and has built solid multiple tech businesses since then. He's an expert in bringing SaaS applications to market that meet customer demands on day one. Well, good afternoon, Oleg. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you jumping on. This is a great on a Friday afternoon. This is the last podcast of my day. And you know, I'm a little bit sad because I don't get to do one until Tuesday, but I'm pretty excited and fired up to jump into the questions and kind of talk to you about your career and what you can share with us. So, Oleg, you've got quite the career in technology. You're a developer, a chief technology officer, and now you're the co-founder and CTO at Verb Data. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? I, I wish there was a, a secret to it, but um, it, really, I, I just look to solve problems that have an evolutionary path. There needs to be something, a, a way to continuously expand, not just refine the solution, whether it's to apply it to a larger customer base or you know, a, a newer technical implementation, whatever that is, it has to be frankly interesting. Then I also like working with other companies. So I primarily stick to B2B space. There's so many unique businesses out there that I enjoy being exposed to and trying to help them in some small way to grow their business and have an impact on their business. That's that's what really drives me. That's awesome. I appreciate your share on that. And I know that's some great nuggets of wisdom for our audience. And so Ola, we're going to talk a little bit about how this new normal is, right? So as you know, everybody for this past year has had to make these major shifts and pivots to adapt to this pandemic. Could you share with us what you are seeing what you see tech companies doing to stay productive and relevant in this economy? Yeah, um, obviously, the one of the biggest shifts has been to remote work. And and what that's really done is forced businesses and, and really the, the players in that business to focus on the core product that they're building. So with that comes things like componentization of software. Developers really want to start or have started using more and more third-party tools in their platform so that they can focus on that one core thing that they're actually bringing, you know, a unique value to and all the the rest becomes, you know, let somebody else who's bringing that unique value provide that for your business. And, and also we've seen the SaaS market explode in general and become far more niche and, and to win in a specific niche, product engineers need to be that laser focused on solving that customer problem and not worrying about all the other pieces of a business that, you know, somebody else has already a, a fantastic solution for. So we really see businesses piecing together lots of, of, of third-party components to, to really solve that one, to free them up to solve that one core thing. And, and there's a huge consumerization to the B2B SaaS space. Businesses expect a lot from a tool. You need to be able to deliver on that full expectation, but, you know, Development resources are very expensive. They're hard to come by. And there's now even a bigger fight for them with, with the, the pandemic because people can work from wherever. They don't have to be in a particular city. They don't have to be in a particular office every day. And so that the battle for that talent and that resource is going to become even more challenging. So prioritization and making them focus on the right thing is, is incredibly crucial. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. You know, this new normal has really disrupted a lot of businesses and disrupted the way we do business. So I think what you're sharing is absolutely relevant and we need to keep our eyes 
uh, open and looking at what the future will bring. So thanks again. And Oleg, you're obviously leveraging some newer emerging tech in your tech stack, right? So anything you might be able to share with us today? Yeah, we're, we're focusing on building a, you know, a no-code solution. And I think that's what a lot of tech is really going towards, uh, being able to help a business offload what uh, who does the work within a product and to, you know, to, to release the developers to focus on the really hard problem and to allow the product manager or designer to focus on things that have UX components to them. That's, that's really been key to our success. And also uh, UX is also, you know, it's not a pure technology, but, but the UX of a product is, is more important today than it ever has been. So, you know, we, we build entirely on a prototype first basis. So we never write a single line of code until we've not only built a, a wireframe, but then gone and actually built a, a clickable pro, uh, high fidelity prototype of that product, gone and tested it with all of our customers, made sure that we're actually delivering a product and, a, and a, or even a feature that they really actually want to use in a way they're going to use it, that we're not wasting developer resources, building something that ends up either sitting on a shelf or never getting clicked on or whatever the case might be. And obviously, you know, again, cloud is is now so prevalent, but the utilization of that cloud to ensure uptime, performance, reliability, building, architecting software to be multi-cloud first and non-cloud dependent. And it doesn't necessarily mean using things that aren't built into, you know, native to a specific cloud, but but being able to uh, write your microservices in a way where if one of your pr- cloud providers isn't available, or if your customer prefers a specific cloud provider, that your software can easily swap between the two without having to, you know, go and and stand up a completely separate environment for that customer. That's awesome. I love the fact that you're in that space right now with the low code, no code, because that is going to be a game changer. As you know, businesses, small businesses especially, need to compete in this competitive market and, and being able to buy something off the shelf and not having the the luxury of having a, a you know a tech team to build those apps or support those apps is just simply going to be a game changer. So thank you, Oleg. And like last question, could you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in tech or entrepreneurship? Yeah, I, you know, I think I think the important thing, or at least my personal experience, is finding uh, co-founders to work with that you not only trust but but have skills that are completely different from yours. Yeah, diversity of talent in the founding team. It's so it's been so critical to the success that I've had, the businesses that I've run. And, and with that, it's really important to leave the decision-making in the hands of the person who owns that particular talent or that skill or that part of the business. You know, the clear ownership of decision-making makes uh, resolution of conflicts, uh, or at least of conflicting opinions, uh, much easier to handle and much easier to swallow. And, and I think for me personally, I've always wanted to work on problems that I've had in the past. Rather than going to hunt for some, you know, whatever the next big thing is, solve a problem that you you've actually helped others solve a problem that you've solved for yourself. Um, there's, you know, thousands and thousands of successful businesses that do exactly that. They, they find a way to, you know, resolve a, a, an issue that not only the founders have seen, but they know that other businesses are seeing over and over again. And it makes it really easy to be passionate about a problem if you've tackled that problem before. That's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that. And I think, you know, people that can, help support each other, especially other business owners, other entrepreneurs will go a long way and we can help build this, this, I would say, startup ecosystem that is really driving the economy at the end of the day. So thank you again, Oleg. 
And Oleg, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thank you so much. Bye for now. 